Welcome to another episode of the Battle Science Podcast. The I was about to intro it with the podcast I have at work. <laughs> the Battle Science Podcast. A Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Silph Arena, metas, Go Battle League, PvP updates, and some general coverage of Pokemon Go and how it relates to the mechanics of PvP within Pokemon. I am one of your hosts, Steven, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, joined as always, thankfully, by the one and only Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J. Drink some water, you'll appreciate it. (laughs) Hydrate. This might be the grass-type month, but please don't forget to drink water. It is important. I don't know where to go from that. Well, I guess the grass-type. It's grass-type month. Did you know it was grass-type month? Um... See, I'm one of the people that actually reads the news announcements, so yes. So what uh, uh, Grass-type month has uh, what in it? What makes it Grass-type month, Jesse? Uh, April? That's the name of the month you're getting there. <laughs> uh, help me out. I'm a little slow tonight. I don't even know. I don't know why they call it grass type, the grass month, other than... You would, you would think May is, because it's April showers bring May flowers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're getting a spring event. We had a grass type move update. It's 420. It, it, smoke them if you got them, I guess. But be responsible, kids. And if you're kids, don't actually smoke, because that's illegal. Other than that, we don't have a whole lot of info as to why it's called Grass Type Month, but uh, I mean, it is romantic. they like to be vague. Uh, yeah, so that they can do whatever they want and it'll still fit. <laughs> All right, so we uh, let's see. This episode is for the beginning of April. Uh, if you are listening to this right off the bat. Uh, on podcast services, it is April 10th. If you are joining us here live, it is April 7th. Thank you, Pokemon Professor Network, for subscribing to our channel. Uh, we will have. We're not cool enough to have emotes and stuff yet. We will be working on emotes. That is one of our. That is one of our short-term goals here. Um, Thank you. Let's see. So April is here. Um, if you listen to our previous podcast, uh, we talked about Pokemon Go and coronavirus. That has not changed a whole lot. In fact, it's probably, uh, some might say that it's gotten worse. Uh, we're still stuck inside. Uh, a lot of events are still getting, I don't, uh, delayed or canceled isn't the right. It, that's, that's not what's happening. Toned down, I guess, uh, getting less extreme. I think another good way to put it is they're suspending it for right now. Yeah. Well, they don't want to not do it, but at yes. the same time they want to take people's safety into consideration. Yeah, so they're taking they're taking some precautions, but they are still trying to get people to play the game even at home. It makes sense because if while it is called Pokemon Go and the goal is to go outside and exercise, it is uh, a fitness app with a Pokemon skin on top of it. More, I say more or less, but that's a really, really drastic way to 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 look at it, uh, or very extreme way to look at it. Uh, they want to keep the player base engaged while all of this is going on, so that once once we are back to quote unquote quote normal, once we can go outside, 
uh, and socialize and go back to some sense of normalcy. Uh, people have not completely forgotten about Pokemon Go uh, and the player base is gone and they aren't making any money. So um, I think one one big improvement to note out is they heard the community for PvP and Battlers cry in that we can't go out to tournaments because it's a health concern. And they were able to quickly adapt after we, you know, said, hey, could you crank it back a couple notches and turn it to remote battling with good friends? And I think we had a couple big names go out there and say, reach out to Niantic and be like, hey, we want to keep everyone safe. And we know that you're trying to make everything safe for everyone. Just turn it back a little bit and let us play with this. And then as soon as that switch got flipped, there was like 300 person tournaments happening. Oh, yeah. Was that happening? I don't remember when that was happening at some point. It happened in the last three weeks or so. This time is all blurring together. Um, Yeah. So uh, if we didn't already cover it, um, the battle requirements are now good friends, which is a single interaction, which means you can send a gift to somebody or become friends with somebody, send a gift. That gift is opened, the friendship is established, and then you can battle them anywhere. Um, That allows for um, mega tournaments that uh, Sylph and uh, Ghost Stadium and basically any Discord, if they want to have, if they wanted to have a mega tournament with anyone and everyone, uh, they went out and tried to do it. Um, I did get the opportunity to play in the the Ghost Stadium's Battle for the World. mm -hmm. I made it two games and then lost and the rule was once you lost you were out it's yeah single elimination the yeah. uh nyan or not niantic Arena put a cap pretty like within a day <laughs> yeah, because there were there were tournaments <laughs> that were like 500 basically bigger than any in-person tournament there has ever been period uh, yeah. and I don't know if it was server load or if it was one of the, if it was something that they wanted to keep those really big numbers up for the in-person events. So those in-person events have, uh, those, those bigger numbers and have a better draw, but they limited, they limited that number down to what was it? 128 or something. That sounds right. And then they just places like ghost stadium just started making separate lobbies to segregate all the different yeah. huge so, fluctuations of players that so wanted to play. Go Stadium when they when they put together their uh battle what is it, Battle Against the World? Is that what it was? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. they put it in sort of regional brackets, which worked mm-hmm. out. So uh or they could put it together through another website, uh put the brackets through another website like Challenge or something. Um, mm-hmm. so there, there was other methods, but anything that was going to be ranked technically, uh, Sylph sort of immediately cut that lobby size down. So shout out to ghost stadium and rambling rabbit for help putting that on. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that was like once immediately, once that flip, that switch was flipped, that flip was switched. Um, they put, they put together, they tried to put together like the biggest, most massive tournaments ever like logistical Mm -hmm. nightmares like in a heartbeat they went to try and do that so uh shout outs to them shout outs to everybody to that's continuing to battle during all of this the other uh, go battle league update was that the walk distance was removed the walk distance was removed Mm -hmm. i think immediately 
the, I think the very beginning of March or late February, if I remember right. Yeah, and then the and that hasn't changed, which is great. So since the beginning yeah. of season one, we've had no walk distance. The number of battles has gone down. It was uh, it's it's consistently supposed to be five sets the first weekend because it was the very beginning. They had I think seven sets. Yeah, and right? the servers were so overloaded. Yeah, I mean they're still not doing great, but. Um, <laughs> That's another tall brick. That was the the big question of will the servers be fixed by the beginning of season one? And the short answer is no. <laughs> the long answer is uh... no. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of I the amount of work that their engineers and stuff all have to work on for that, I do not envy them in the slightest. So back end work on that. Yeah. Even even now with with everything going on, like their engineers are still re- probably remoting into uh, back end systems to to work server maintenance and all of that stuff is probably the most fun. Those guys, yeah, yeah they don't even get a break. So we actually a um, couple of our friends are server IT people for Costco, and they don't they're on call. If they get a phone call at two o'clock in the morning because the server is not working, then they got to fix it. They, they got to wake get up. up. <laughs> yep. So, I don't envy I don't envy anyone for for server server maintenance or server engineers or any of that stuff. So, all right. Uh April, it's now is uh going into an upcoming event that may or may not be classified as part of grass type month. Because Did you want to reasons. cover grass type month first? Um uh, there's nothing to cover. Let's just talk about the spring event. And then we'll go into the grass type moves, and then we'll talk more about Voyager because I don't know, man. Those tie in better. <laughs> uh, so the spring event, not a whole lot PvP wise, but there's a couple of things in here that are going to be good to look out for. Um, so the Pokemon Go Live article went up on April third. All right, let me skim through this, make sure I'm not reading. I don't want to just read all of it. Uh, spring's coming up. Uh, Pokemon, uh, Buneary will join the celebration wearing a flower crown, uh, while egg and spring-themed Pokemon are appearing more often in the wild. Pokemon eggs just got extra special too, ow, the puns, uh, as Pichu and Togepi will flower, with flower crowns will be hatching from them. Um, here's my hope that the flower crown Pokemon are able to evolve because if they can't, it's dumb. Uh, I mean, the, the Pikachu that's coming out doesn't evolve. That's already been confirmed through data mining. That's dumb. Okay. So the, 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 the hat, flower crowns, the will. flower crowns will evolve, but the hat Pikachu won't. Correct. Okay. Thank you. But still dumb. If, if a, if a Pika, if a Pokemon like Pikachu, it hurts my head, especially when it's like Eevee and they're like, oh yeah, Eevee can't evolve. Eevee is the evolution Pokemon. If Eevee can't evolve, it's useless. It is absolutely, in, in any PvP sense, in any other than a collectible, it's it's useless. Why? Um, Let me just reel myself back in from that tangent to continue from this article. We're continuing to prioritize Pokemon Go experiences that can be enjoyed in individual settings. You'll receive a half-hatch egg distance when eggs are placed into incubators until further notice. Uh, so be sure to t- turn on Adventure Sync and to make every step count. So the half-hatch egg distance, which has already been in effect for 
think since the Go Battle League requirement was removed as well, or mm. around that time, uh, is still in effect and will be in effect during this event. So the timing for this is Thursday, April 9th. So the day before this podcast will go live on podcast services and then through the next Thursday or no. Yes. One week. Yeah. One week. week. So April 16th at 10 PM. So it starts at 8 AM on that Thursday, one week later uh, on the, at 10 PM local time. That is the duration, which is more or less the usual as far as the, the timing of these events. Um, let's see. Features. Following Pokemon will be appearing more in the wild. Execute, Chansey, Mareep, Merrill, and Torchic. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Execute. If you are incredibly lucky, you may shot encounter a shiny Execute, I should say. Uh, because <laughs> if anything, if, if the shiny rates are anything to go by from previous events, the shiny rate will not be boosted. It, the, the spawn rate will be slightly boosted, but, but that's about it. So the things to look out for here, uh, PvP-wise, Execute um, with some of the move reworks. um, We'll talk about in a little bit. Execute uh, is going to be something to look out for. Uh, Chansey is a bit of a spice pick, something we've talked about in the past as far as uh, your stall team. Chansey and Blissey are... Really spice stretch picks of of trying to find something. Um, They're more exciting in Go Battle League where people aren't prepared for them. If you take it to Sylph Cups, just know your opponent can see through your strategy the next two rounds. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Unless you play like the ultimate mind games and don't run it in the first match, but then run it in the second or something. I don't know. You, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you could play ultimate mind tricks with this. Another thing to look out, though, is both Chansey and Mareep will be available as shiny as well, though. Yes. Uh, Mareep, less so. Flaffy has to be near max to be around Great League, and it doesn't perform exceptional. Um, Ampharos within Great League and Ultra League are spice picks. There are better electric-type Pokemon, um, also better statted electric-type Pokemon for both of those leagues. So six of one, half dozen of another in that instance, and that's a egg pun that I didn't really realize (laughs) um also shiny mareep which i still don't have and i'm looking for so keep keep me in your thoughts when this event is going on i'm gonna be uh looking to the best of my ability if someone that's listening to the podcast catches a shiny mareep and names it steven and tweets us i'll give you something special i'll also hit well You'll get something special from Jesse, and you'll get hate from me. I'll get. And it has angri- to be caught angui. during the event, not not something you already have. You'll get angry stales. You'll get some angry wooks. <laughs> I can tell you right now, the the reward won't be the five hundred dollar life size Mareep. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the <laughs> big Mareep, or I guess one one. Maybe we one, just one need to get Mareep. that for you for your for your good luck charm for this event. Yeah, I just need the one one scale Mareep to just carry around with me. Just strap it to my back. back. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually probably counterintuitive to this whole social distancing thing, because then a lot of kids will want to like come up and pet the meep, and that that's not okay. So, we talking about all these kids are locked up. That's true. 
I'll just be walking around town. No one no one will be around to give me weird looks for walking around with my 1-1 scale Mareep plush. So from what I understand, you'd fit right in in Portland. Yes, I will keep it weird. <laughs> to continue the uh, bonuses here in this event, um, or actually other... Th- um, Meryl and Torchic, as far as spawns, aren't exceptional. Uh, Blazekin within Great League doesn't necessarily need Blast Burn to prov- uh, provide the um, shield pressure that Blaze Kick um, provides. Uh, that that niche as far as Blazekin doesn't necessarily need Blast Burn. It helps with it, but Blaze Kick does a lot as far as shield pressure in particular metas. Uh, so you might want to be looking out for Torchic. Um, Meryl, also something to look out for. It does have to be near max for Great League. Uh, I would hope at this point you would have good Azu Meryl. Um, if you don't, this is a great uh, this is a great time to get them because Voyager they are super popular. And we'll talk more about that mm-hmm. in a little bit as well. So uh, Azu Meryl, if you need that, if you need that good Azu Meryl, this is a, an event to go look out for him. Baneri wearing flower crowns and Pikachu wearing flower hats will also be appearing in the wild. If you're lucky, you might encounter shiny ones too. So Baneri wearing flower crowns should evolve. Baneri and Lopunny, not great PvP mon. Um, they could get moves I feel like later that's on. One that gets a move and it might get better. Yeah, I would. I would be very excited for um, a move update with that allows Lopunny to become meta relevant. Uh, Lot Bunny would be a very f- interesting sort of fire, uh, or I think it's got a fi- what fire move does it have right now? It's not fire punch, it's a fire kick or something. No, it's fire punch. Fire punch, um, giving mm-hmm. it a fighting move, uh, maybe giving it a dark move, or something. It could have uh, some interesting, interesting move so composition one here. One thing so. to point out is in the main series games, when it mega evolves, it becomes a normal fighting. Okay, so then its move pool could. Not that we'll see Megas in the game at any point in time here soon, but its move pool could shift over to a little bit more, uh, add a little bit more fighting, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, the following Pokemon will be hatching more often from 2K eggs, uh, and sort of the bonus to that is that they are technically they're technically 2Ks, but when you put them in an incubator, they'll become a 1K because of the half-hatch distance unless you put them in a super incubator and then they become even less so Pichu wearing a flower crown which will be able to evolve Togepi wearing a flower crown Happiny, Munchlax Tyrogue, Chingling and Ryalu so if you're looking for that shiny Ryalu this is another instance uh, that will be very beneficial the rest of these uh, Pichu the, the sort of problem that happens with eggs is their IV spread their IV spread is guaranteed to be tens or higher from eggs. So when you're looking for something with a low attack for PvP, you're not really you're you're not going to get it from from eggs. It's probably beneficial to hatch something from an egg and then trade it to a mirror trade between two people. So Uriahlu can hatch from eggs at a reasonable IV, but again, to find that really good like zero fifteen fifteen goal that a lot of Pokemon have. You're going to have to trade them. Uh, Right. Uh, Looking out for it within this egg group. um, I don't think... Can Togepi... Togekiss within Great League is a lower level than 25. It can't be from an egg unless it's traded and then it's really low. 
unless it's traded from somebody that's a lower a lower level, correct? Lower friendship. Okay, because it's can it get to fifteen hundred within the level twenty five that it hatches out of an egg? No. Okay, so then, uh, oof, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you there. Yeah. Um, Happeny, if you're looking for that uh, that hundred uh, percent chancy for a great league, Munchlax, Munchlax performs pretty reasonable within great league. Um, comparing mm-hmm. it to Snorlax, it's another six of one, half dozen of another, depending on your uh, what role you're perform you're you're using it for. Um, actually, I think realistically, Munchlax within Great League performs, um, and then Snorlax within Ultra League is sort of where you're wanting to compare. The Snorlax also within Master League at a reasonable, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's um, good. So uh, Munch caps out at thirty two twenty five. That's it's chunky, so it's up there. Uh, Munchlax is one to look out for. Tyrogue the um. I keep forgetting what their what its evolutions are. Tyrog evolves into Hitmon, Hitmon Top, and Hitmon Lee. The Hit Hitmon uh, series are all right. Um, Hitmon Lee performance wise is uh, the better performing one. Uh, if you're looking for moveset versatility, you're going to look for Hitmon Chan because it has all of the elemental punches. It's Again, a six of one, half dozen of another. Uh, at the point when Hitmon Lee gets, if it gets a move update, um, we could be seeing a lot more usage out of it. But as of mm-hmm. right now, its performance is just all right. Um, I do like Hitmon Chan just because it has the elemental punches that it is for additive flavor. But I do know that some people have liked Hitmon Top since it's got its rework. What was the rework on Hitmon Top? It got superpower. Oh, I somehow missed that. That sounds amazing. That sounds absolutely bonkers. So, yeah, maybe look out for those. Um, How's it going, Battle Ram? Thanks for joining. Uh, all eggs received from gifts during the event will be 2K eggs. So when you open a gift, it will not lo- not be a 7K. It will be a 2K. Uh, that will be somewhat helpful. There will be event-exclusive field research tasks that reward encounters with Alolan Executor, Azumarill, and if you're extremely lucky, Audino, which is an interesting pick. But So one thing I would like to point out that some of the more higher-level players have pointed out is stack Audino research. Like, encounter it, Ooh, that's and then right, right away... That's and right. And then pop a star piece and just catch those because they give um, they give more stardust per catch. Yeah. Is there a reason behind that? Is that exclusive to it as a Pokemon, or is that because it's a single yes. tier? It's because of the Pokemon in the main series games. It was a hundred percent experience increase every time you beat it. Interesting. So it's it exclusively has that bonus. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I should go through my my research back up and catch everything and then yeah and then get ready those. for that that's smart uh a togi themed bag and hoodie will be available in the in-game shop which are actually i'm kind of down for the hoodie the hoodie's kind of cool so i might be changing up my style it's an interesting pattern yeah it's the togepi egg pattern as the hoodie yeah and then your hood and trim are the yellow togepi flesh <laughs> i don't know that makes me uncomfortable to say that 
Uh, bonuses, times two hatch candy. That's going to be helpful as far as uh, powering up a lot of things, especially Ryalu where you can only get it. So either you're walking it or if you hatch hatch some more, you'll get some more um, you'll get some more candy from that. Uh, lucky mm-hmm. eggs will last for one hour. So if those of you who are not level 40 at this point or are on that XP grind, lucky eggs will last for an hour as well. Uh, incense should not be changing. Incense should still be an hour. So if you want to That's use right. an incense to catch some event spawns as well, that should be available as well. Uh, remember, as mentioned above, half-hatch distance bonus is going on until further notice, which means it will be applied during this event just to make sure to place your eggs in incubators while the bonus is running. Actually, I need to I need to walk some of these eggs. I think I got some 10Ks. Clear out some me. eggs. Yeah. Crack some eggs. That sounds aggressive. <laughs> Hatch some eggs. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on to an update that came out the day before April 2nd, 2020, which kind of flew under the radar for me. I almost missed this one. Um, trainer battle attack updates for grass type month. Trainers in celebration of Pokemon's grass type month. Where else are they promoting this? I don't actually know. Somebody help me out here. We'd like to highlight some changes to Grass-type attacks and Grass-type Pokemon in Trainer Battles, along with a few other changes. Updates to existing attacks in Pokemon Go. Uh, there have been updates to the following existing attacks in Pokemon Go. Jess, do you have like additional info, uh, or should I pull up um, Game Press? I think pulling up Game Press would be a good idea, Okay, just so uh, we can reference it. Do you want to pull it up as I go through this list? Uh, give me a minute. I'm doing a remote battle. Okay. This is kind of the wrong time to do that, but all right. I know. I forgot. He's like, hey, this is the only time I have available. I'm like, oh, well, crap. Okay. I will look up Game Press. We don't have a ton a ton of stuff to cover, so giving me a moment to open up Game Press as I look. Well, let's the ask the chat. How's everybody else doing tonight? Well, you know chat. Chat's usually pretty quiet. Anytime we ask for chat's input, there it's it's... It's crickets, you know, with everybody being in isolation, as we have been, reaching out to the community is never a bad option. No, no, that's true. Um, let's see, five days ago, does this have any additional info or does it not? Nope, does not look like it. Oh. How's it going, Joey? Joining us from the uh, North Bend Theater streams. Let's see. This I visited Joey's Island today. In Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. If you said I joined, I I visited Joey's Island today, and I was like in Pokemon Go, and you said yes, I'd be like, what mechanic came <laughs> out that I don't know of? Um, Alola. Let's see. Ads. Let's see here. This does not have a ton of info either, so I'd have to find another article to give a bunch of. Um, I'd have to go to another article to find a bunch more info or a bunch more specifics as far as stats go. So we're just going to go through this um, and kind of discuss the pros and cons of of some of these updates here. So the updates, Bullet Seed, the Grass-type Fast Attack now generates energy more quickly. So it, I believe, puts it on t- on par with the energy gain from Snarl. Uh, and as you might know, uh, Snarl is the... Number one pick for, was it, uh, not Nuzleaf, Shiftry, which is an absolute spam monster with um, Snarl. <laughs> yeah, so 
Bullet Seed is now a grass snarl, which makes it absolutely ridiculous and super fantastic. Uh, Energy Ball, this grass-type charge attack now reaches full charge more quickly and has a chance of lowering the opponent's defense by one stage. So Energy Ball, I think, what was it? Might have even been like last podcast or last time we were hanging out. Jesse was like, why is an energy ball better? And I was like, I don't know yeah. what to tell you. And now <laughs> it's better. Did it. They they, they <laughs> done did it. They somehow heard your your whispering and and energy ball is now better. Um, maybe I should start whispering more about go battle lag. Uh, go battle lag. Maybe you should be whispering more about uh, we need Will-O-Wisp. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, I don't know, when is when is fire month in Pokemon Go? Uh, Leaf Tornado, this grass-type charge attack, now has a chance of decreasing your opponent's attack by two stages. This is... Is this a grass ancient power? That's what I get the feeling. Is that... is That that seems to be kind of what's going on. Although ancient power debuffs defense as well. well. Ancient power debuffs defense as well, does it not? Or no? No, it increases your power. It increases your power. Okay, so then it's sort of a switcheroo. Excuse me. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Excuse me. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Ancient power. Speaking of ancient power, the damage that this rock type charge attack deals has been decreased in trainer battles. Um, from what I've heard, this is okay, uh, but does not fix the overall problem of the buff being still being such a small percentage, but also making it absolutely bonkers when a Giratina gets an ancient power buff it makes it yeah it's not super, as crazy it, it's not quite as crazy but you still get the buff like the it's still buffed two stages i think mm-hmm. so it's still absolutely bonkers anyway yeah. um it made it a little bit more about ba- like they they obviously knew oh, okay this thing's a little broken let's kind of dial it back a little bit uh, from what i've heard it hasn't dialed it back enough no no, so let's. Well, let me it's check. interesting because ever since they've reworked it, I have not seen another one in Ultra League. Maybe one, but they're prioritizing Dragon Claw over Ancient Power now. So it's it's base, uh, base effect, ten percent chance to increase attack and defense of self by two stages. So that chance okay. has not been modified. The uh, attack and defense buffs by two stages has not been modified realistically what they probably should have done was make it one stage per um because it's a three bar charge it it does less damage sure it's less a overall fan super fantastic move that's on a limited amount of pokemon and it's now it's now specifically uh, it has a chance to buff i feels like now it's an ominous wind-esque move so but even ominous wind got reduced too oh yeah ominous wind is on this list in a little bit here so silver wind is next the damage of this bug type charge move deal uh charge attack deals has been decreased i feel like i butchered that completely um so that's been decreased in trainer battles but not necessarily in raids so that's interesting um ominous wind the damage of that this Ghost type charge attack deals has been decreased in trainer battles. It also reaches full charge less quickly. So mm. that's a pretty big debuff to a pretty big nerf to Ominous Wind. Not that it was super powerful anyway. The kind of benefit is that the one Pokemon that I'm thinking of, which is Drift Blim, that had Ominous Wind, already has Icy Wind. 
So if you want that debuff move, run Icy Wind and Shadow Ball so you can debuff yeah, the attack. I don't feel like Drift Flim got hit too hard with this. Mm -hmm. It just now doesn't have a fast ghost and fast ice move. And yeah. charge move, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. All right. These changes will make Ancient Power, Silver Wind, and Ominous Wind more strategically similar to other moves that affect stats, but with higher risk for the higher reward offered by these moves. So there is some availability, or there's there's some sort of feedback and thought process behind it, if very small amount of thought process. Mm. The light bulb behind me is freaking out, and I am scared. <laughs> Steven's being visited by ghosts. It's It's the... LED bulbs that are on a dimmer and it's freaking out and it needs to stop. I need to switch the dimmer switch out for a regular light switch and then switch these light bulbs out for something that's not as annoying. Alrighty. Pokemon that can learn more attacks. The following Pokemon can also or will be able to learn attacks they couldn't before. Um, actually, before we move on to that, let's talk about some of the winners. No, let's finish this, and then we'll talk about winners and losers for this. So Blossom can now learn Bullet Seed. The combination Disgusting. of this grass-type <laughs> fast attack with Blossom's grass-type charge attack leaf blade makes Blossom a powerful option as a grass lead. I swear this bulb is... It's now almost turning <laughs> off. Um... Jump Luff with Aerial Ace. Pairing the flying-type charge attack Aerial Ace with the grass-type... Grass-type... Fast attack bullet seed allows jump luff to use charge attacks more quickly. Ludicolo gets energy ball. This attack reaches full charge faster than solar beam, giving the carefree Pokemon access to a different grass type charge attack to use with different play styles. Energy ball could pair well with bubble, one of Lucario's fast attacks. I think Lucario is probably the biggest benefactor from this rework. Ludicolo? You said Lucario. Or yeah, Ludicolo, sorry. No, you're good. Are you still battling? Is that why you're just you distracted still? Nope. Okay. Uh, Cradilly gets bullet seed. His grass type fast attack will charge up Cradilly's charge attacks faster. Sunshine form. I don't know if Cradilly really makes a difference though with how I got the rework. It. I can't remember what meta it was. I think it was the second was or third jungle. meta within. It was which one? Jungle. Jungle. Uh. Yeah. Jungle Cradilly made an appearance. Yeah, I think it could. Um, like if we were to go back to it, I think this would, would help it out. So I think the once we get to that instance, once we get to another meta, I think Cradilly will be kind of up there, but I don't think it'll be exceptional. So uh, Sunshine Form Cherim. It gets Fire-type Weather Ball. This is, this is big. This Fire-type Charge... Excited. I'm very happy. <laughs> this Fire-type Charge Attack is fitting for a Pokemon that appears when it's sunny out. So it, it has, I believe it already has Bullet Seed. Um, Did I say Lucario as well? I Okay, then I guess we both <laughs> goofed it up. Um, uh, so Sunshine Form Cherum, it has Razor Leaf. Let me double check what its moveset is. Because um, I have Pokemon Go open right now. Um, so Razor Leaf seems to only have razor leaf but the benefit is energy ball is a three bar charge now um mm. or weather ball weather ball is a three bar charge uh which means it's going to actually be able to get to a charge move with razor leaf 
as compared to the rest. Um, as compared to before, where Cherim was basically just a Razor Leaf spammer, and that was it. Uh, so that allows for uh, the sunshine, sunshine form Cherim to perform uh, a lot better and have additional uh, versatility. I'm kind of losing Versus it today. Versus where before it was just kind of a laughing, something people made fun of. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't. I love it. I'm di- super digging Cherim. Uh, I enjoyed running it in, what was it? Um, uh, jungle. We were just talking about it. Um, I enjoyed using it in jungle. So I, I used overcast. So using a um, sunshine form Cherim will be uh, not all that different. Uh, and then Tangrowth gets Rock Slide. Tangrowth can continue having a dominating lead against Kyogre and Groudon in Master League while making the flying type Pokemon often used to counter it more dependent on Protect Shields. Um, I don't know if we really saw Tangrowth within Master League, but uh, I guess Niantic did. So they gave it Rock Slide. Um, is, is, that, is that weird? Is that necessary? I think that it makes it a little bit more interesting. Does but it? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I've only ever seen Tangrowth used in tournaments twice. Uh huh. And when it did, you knew it wasn't as impressive as the Licky Licky from Portland. But at the same time, it's one of those picks that people, if they don't, if they are not prepared for it, it can catch them off guard. Mm-hmm. But do you see it in Master League? Is it something that people are actually going to power up for Master League? I think it might be because it's one of the few grass types that can counter Kyogre. Whereas in other instances, Kyogre just outbulks it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just Kyogre in general in Master League is pretty unchecked if it gets Blizzard. Mm, right. Me not having this. This is showing the me not having a lot of Master League experience. I mean, the few Master League grass types that could probably beat Kyogre straight out. Verizion, if it ever gets a better move pool. Uh, uh, I think Torterra is the the highest starter for grass. Hmm. <laughs> for grass. <laughs> Higher. <laughs> 420, blaze it. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of grass types pop off pretty early. Okay. So, in electric not being able to resist water... I think the other biggest counter to Kyogre is going to be Dragons and Master League. But again, water is so bulky and consistent. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> having having a more hard counter to it is uh, important. So that's yeah. that's something they're actually taking into consideration. It actually seems like they're taking into consideration some of the higher leagues. So that's helpful. Um, yeah. Whereas the rest of these are all more or less great league. I think Creedilly mm-hmm. may be in Ultra, but you won't see, I think, anything else. Uh, Blossom maybe jump off uh, maxes out right around fifteen hundred anyway. So, um, so your big winners here are definitely going to be loot like Ludicolo with Energy Ball. That's that's a big mm-hmm. one. Um, jump off with Aerial Ace gets excuse me gets the um, gets a boon here. Didn't it or did it already have Bullet Seed? Yeah, basically anything that already had Bullet Seed now gets a huge. Or no, no, it didn't. It only had two bug moves. I think Jump Luff had two bug moves. For its fast moves, yeah. Ew. Basically, Bullet Seed is a new addition. No, Bullet Seed's already been out. Has it? Okay. I believe so. 
um, because uh, alone. I remember Executor. complaining a lot about how Jump Pluff didn't have any flying moves, and its only grass move was Solar Beam and Energy Ball. And now Energy Ball is better, and now it has yeah. Aerial Ace. So Jump Pluff, Jump Pluff has boosted, uh, boosted up. It's not Jump Pluff is the budget Tropius. Yes, it is not an extreme meta pick for Voyager, but it has definitely jumped up in viability. So that is incredibly helpful. Um, Ludicolo gets that boon. Um, Alolan Executor, I think you still run it Dragon Tail, which makes me really sad. Um, yeah. but I believe it also had access to Bullet Seeds, so, um, who knows? Maybe I'll try rerunning my rank 47 shiny, shiny Al Alolan Executor at some point with Bullet Seeds, so, yeah. Um, I think it might also be a good contender for, uh, Masters, because it's another one of those ones that it's pretty high up there. Hmm, interesting. I'll have to look into that. Get Not it, that because I... it's a palm tree? <laughs> it's high up there. Coke. <laughs> Uh, we're going insane. We're staying inside too much. They're social. Help. Yeah, we're not around enough people to tell us that we need to stop. Stop with the bad puns. Aren't you excited for the? <laughs> God, please no! Make it stop. <laughs> But yeah, these new these new moves are much needed for the grass type Pokemon. They've always just been kind of there. And with this move rework, Venusaur and Meganium aren't going to be the only thing people are looking at anymore. Yay. Yeah, grass types grass types in general needed needed a little bit of a buff. This is overall pretty helpful. Uh, I'll be interested to Ignore see. Ignore what, what they I do. said about Master League Alone Executor. Where does that put it? It's not good. Ultra League though? It's not good. Oh, it's just overall not good? No, it's oh, okay. a PvE. Okay. I mean, I'll still probably give it another go at some point in some sort of cheese situation for PvP for Great League, but beyond that. Alrighty. I'll be interested to see what next month's type is to see what that updates, but from that, uh, I think we're going to move on. Unless there's... Is there any other grass type big... <clears throat> big coverage we need to talk about here let's see i think that's um, it i think septile is something people have to consider it got uh it has bullet seed correct it got bullet seed yes so now it has a fast grass move and Along it's not with confined the... to just running fury cutter yeah so that is helpful and that in tandem with leaf blade like blossom and then it also has access to aerial ace dragon claw earthquake it's very diverse. I feel like I've talked mm -hmm. about it. I think I think I talked about it last uh, last episode. But yes, it's very diverse, and Bullet Seed helps it out a lot. So, and we already did go over Ancient Power, Silver Wind, and all that. Yes. Okay. So let's see. We are only forty three minutes into the podcast episode, and we're going to move on to Voyager Cup here. Um, not a whole lot has changed as far as uh, nothing surprises me here. So right now I'm <laughs> looking at that's the subtitle right there, right? I'm looking at the live cup data on sylph.gg. So sylph.gg slash cup slash voyager and looking at the cup stats. Uh, Azumarill is in the lead with a 35% usage. Alolan Marowak is at 20. Toxicroak with 16. Altaria with 15. 
Venusaur at 14 and Meganium at 13. Um, Registeel's up here. The the biggest thing that kind of surprises me is the 13% usage for Hypno. Um, I could not put together a team comp that made me happy with Hypno, so I applaud everyone that is using it right now. Um, Change it from all matchups to all winning matchups in the past seven days. Let's mm. see how much it changed. All match victors past seven days. So Azu, Awok, Altaria, Toxie, Hypno, Venusaur. This this list does not change. Um, uh, Hypno goes up. Venusaur goes down. Just a little bit. Um, yeah. I think like we were talking before, the Mud Boys are relevant but not exceptional within this meta because for the most part they are um, they are limited. They are limited yeah. within their pick uh, brackets. Um, Umbreon is up here. Haunter, is it a 4%? That's impressive. Um, it still does a really good job of being a nuisance. Let me see if there's anything else that surprises me here. Sunshine Cherim, is it 2%? Congratulations. Uh, that buff really helped it. E Galvantula and nothing else superiors on this list. But I think it got Bullet Seed, so that helps it out. Yeah. But it's at the very bottom with 1%, so which I think is technically less than 1%. Yeah, nothing nothing surprises me. There's no real big cheese pick within this um these stats. Uh PV poke hasn't the one changed thing that a whole would be lot. Nice is to find out if these are shadow on some of these or not. I think it would show. Would it? Okay. Yes, I think it would show because uh, when you cr when you put together your team for each tournament, you do have to mark if it's shadow or not. Um, mm -hmm. And I think the shadow Pokemon for any of these are not super prevalent. Okay. So this I mean, Victory Bell, me. I would feel like would be because we had talked about that off stream. Yeah, Victory Bell's Victory Bell's damage, straight damage with Razor Leaf as a shadow is disgusting. Just like. Um, or Executor's Confusion, or Gardevoir's uh, Charm, Gardevoir's Charm, or even Confusion. The outright damage yeah. as a shadow is disgusting. So, and technically, Hypno can be a shadow too. Yes, although you're looking at Hypno as more of a, a less of a hard hitter and more of a, a versatile tank. Coverage, yeah, a coverage, yeah. Um, beefy coverage. So, um, having it be shadow and upping its damage, but allowing it to take or having it take more damage isn't exactly what you're looking for for it so within that That'd role be interesting to see the difference between shadow hypno with elemental punches if it does more than a third of an opponent's hp with super effective i think it performs all those right punches but... come up pretty quick yeah but i don't i i my thought is that it doesn't come up quick enough okay Maybe like in a situation where you could use it. Yeah, I guess the tankiness of him being regular, being able to get to more than one punch is in what you need in this situation. Yeah, you need him to be a little bit more spammy, and him being shadow doesn't really allow for that. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, but maybe someone out there is running it. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. Like nothing's really changed from Voyager. I don't. I don't remember exactly what we covered last episode. And I don't think there really is a whole lot of new stuff to cover. Um, I mean, we talked about the top picks. Yeah, I think in an off earlier this week, we we were on a Discord call and we're talking about team building within this meta. 
um, with a couple of other people. And the, the, for the most part, it's Azu and Altaria or Azu and Reggie. Uh, and you start there and build around it. And that's with the, the usage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with the usage percentage, that is exactly what's happening. That's that's it's the over core. a quarter of matches that are running Azu. Within that final battle. And the asterisk, asterisk that I brought up before um, that still applies is that your final, your third battle, in some instances, that is your opponent or you have already won two matches and you've already claimed victory. If you don't want to take that third battle as seriously, you could be running something completely different. And that skews the results there. So, I think people are taking it a little bit more seriously, though, now, because it does affect their overall rank. It does, but if you've already won those first two, then it's not exceptional. It's it it doesn't it doesn't drop you anything. It only gains for the, your opponent. So, um, do I want to talk about kind of like quickly highlight what we talked about in our conversation? I think it was what Sunday. Um. I I don't know. You actually you have notes. Is there anything? What what do we ha- what do you have in the notes that you think we should go over? So Bryce and I, Proto Man, have been doing practices the last couple of days during my breaks at work because he's working from home. Uh, he's been running. We have the pretty much same identical team, except for on his team. So let's quickly go over my team that I'm looking at. I'm running Wigglytuff as my Kanto. Azumarilla is my Johto, uh, Altaria as my Hoenn, Toxicroak as my uh, Sinnoh, Alolan Marowak as my Gen 5 slot, slash 6-7, and then my wild card is Meganium. For Proto Man, he swapped out Azumarill for Stunkfisk. Interesting. it's really interesting because he was lucky enough to get a rank two for PVP Great League Stunkfisk, mm-hmm. fairly close to when the game when they first started coming out. How's that performance? And it's interesting because it goes toe to toe with an Azu Merrill. Hmm. And it still holds its own against a Altaria as well. That's impressive. Yeah. So, if you're looking for a fun pick, it's a definitely weird pick. But you also have to realize that it is really weak to a lot of the common stuff in this cup as well. Like any time Meganium came out on that, I almost ran Meganium every time just because I knew he wanted to test out Stunkfisk more. Uh huh. It was literally one frenzy plant ended its life. How fast? Because it's running. Uh, your Meganium's running. Vine, vine whip. whip. Vine whip. So you're not doing a ton of damage right out, right? I'd be interested yeah. to see the Sims of Razor Leaf just. How how long does it last with Razor Leaf? Why don't you pull up a sim? We'll find out. Um, I guess so. Uh... But another thing too that I kind of picked apart on his team was he didn't have a lot of poison coverage, so I was able to safely run my fairies and Meganium. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's one thing you got to take apart when you look at your opponent's team is what do they have access to? And obviously, he had Toxic Rogue, so he did have somewhat of a chance to get a poison move out and he had asked me would it be worth changing uh counter to poison jab on toxicroak and i said overall the survey says no 
because poison jab isn't as good as counter and the counter does a lot more damage and has better energy gain and all that stuff. And I said, but you also got to remember, I'm only one opponent. Your next opponent could have things where you would need that move and you can't TM mid tournament. Mm -hmm. It doesn't last long. If I'm just looking no. at um, no charge move. Yeah, it doesn't last long. If I actually looks like what, 10 or 11? I'm going to try, let's see, Discharge Mud Bomb and Victory Bell is just going to, yeah. Yeah, Victory Bell can take the damage, can shield one and take, can it take both? It might be able to take both. It's got no shields. Probably not. Nope, it can take, it can take two Mud Bombs, no shield. It, it survives, not with a whole lot of, uh, um, not with a whole lot of HP, but it can out Razor Leaf. Once it does kill off uh, Stunkfisk, how much energy does it have stored up? Would it have enough to that the next Pokemon it came in on it have a charge mood to fire off? Um, potentially. What are you normally running on it? Leaf Blade? Uh, leaf Blade and Acid Spray. Yes, you have enough for a, a Leaf Blade. Okay, so you can essentially get rid of the Stunkfisk, assuming that it doesn't get to three Mud Bombs and it's not a bad swap in or anything like any, any odd scenario. Yeah. And then whatever comes in next, you can throw out. I don't. Would you have enough for acid spray, or is it only leaf blade? Uh, let me see. Because if I have enough for acid spray, I'm gonna throw that as the victory bell goes down. Not quite. That way, I have the defense debuff. Not quite. You have four, not enough. You okay. have 48 by the end of that battle. Acid spray needs 50. Oh, so that one sucks. More, yeah, one more razor leaf, and you can hit an acid. Spray. I mean, you could potentially cheese it in because they do have to send out the Pokemon, and there's that like almost one turn you can get that extra attack in yeah yeah it's a really weird really weird scenario that i was looking at it but um that's a victory bell with with razor leaf that's not a shadow victory bell either so which would okay. be even faster but imagine yeah, that but 25 uh, is one that's interesting i know a lot of people don't really have it just yet but that's one thing i've noticed so far and it's where is it at right now? It's at four percent, so it's something people are considering. Yeah, yeah, I think the availability for it yet isn't exceptional, so I don't think a lot of people have good ones. I know I have. It also is going to beat a lot of your common stuff too. Like it'll beat Marowak. It'll. The interesting thing is, it and Marowak are a pretty neutral matchup. Mm, uh huh. Because Marowak also has Bone Club, which hits the electric side of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I expect. It doesn't perform exceptional within this meta, but I expect it to be a pretty common ban within Silphorina just because of its uh, versatility. With the, mm -hmm. the the ground electric is a very unique typing. Yeah, it's like that the Ludicolo with water grass. But it's but it's better. Yeah, I the one the one term I like to toss around is it is a better Whiskash. Yes. Because you get the electric move instead of the blizzard, which honestly doesn't hit everything. But at the same time, it's, I guess it would be like a hybrid of Stunk, Stunk Fisk is a hybrid lantern and uh, Whiskash. Yeah. Yeah, it does have the muddy water, though. So it does have a little bit of versatility within its moves. But it's, mm -hmm. it's as far as that aren't its type. 
but the ground electric as far as a type combo is super unique and the moves that they have bomb and discharge spam is real yeah this the moves that it already has is already disgusting so it's it's already a very well kitted out pokemon so Mm -hmm. and it it caps it's like level 20 mid 20s mid to upper yeah. 20s for a great league so it's not super expensive either except for yeah. a 75,000 second move cost which hurts it sure but you have a good one you power it up and then you'll use it forever so yeah you will not regret it darn proto man only having to power it up once <laughs> oh yeah a rank 2 having to power it up once and give it the second move that's so so lucky my best one but is be, like... be wary though because i think with the grass rework we'll see a little bit more grass types running around yeah we might see a little bit more grass viability here so uh right i think that's do you have any other notes to go over uh from what i've seen of some of the remote lobbies that i've either watched or played in so far like I've been doing a bunch of practices with my Ghost Stadium uh, Battle Chateau group, and the biggest thing people say they hate about my team is how tanky my team is. Mm-hmm. And then having Altaria just seems to perform just stupidly well for no reason. Huh. Yeah. Like I'll... I think on PV Poke it's ranked at one, isn't it? Mm... Yes. Yeah. Ninety-eight point two just... score. What was it? Was it? I think it was Proto Man was saying that it, even though things like Registeel resist it, it still burns through it with Dragon Breath. That's me. That was me. Yeah. That was you. Okay. Yeah. With Dragon Breath, even though it resists, uh, Registeel resists it, uh, it's the amount of damage is nothing to sneeze at. Dragon Breath is a fantastic fast move, uh, absolute monster as far as damage. So mm-hmm. even though that realistically is a disadvantageous um position to be in altaria can out damage registeel depending on yeah. what uh what moveset registeel is running so um but it comes down to is that the is that the pick i think gen 3 is the big pivot pick of this cup yeah essentially you pick the gen 3 you like the most and then build around that yeah and then go from there and then there are the weird spice picks that you can build around already um so looking at you know hypno or something else um things you can build around but realistically your your gen 3 pick your limited pick from gen 3 is sort of your the the crux of your team because of the amount of overall great performers that are limited within gen 3 start there and then work your way backwards and forwards if you're Mm -hmm. if you're still needing to build a team so because you're decide you're deciding between Altaria, Registeel, Swampert, uh, other better ones. Let me look at the list here. Gardevoir, Tropius. Although I don't know if Gardevoir really performs all that well enough for this. Um, Tropius. I feel as like well. Tropius, if you have it, is more of a slot filler because it can play multiple. It puts on multiple hats. It's a limited, but that's that. That's the thing of. Why run Tropius when you can run Altaria and just have an overall better performing flyer? Yeah. And there are other grasses like Meganium that are not limited that can yeah, perform. Yeah, I think that was a pretty interesting one. I wonder if they left it open that way in purpose. I don't know. It's it's a very interesting one. 
Alrighty, is that? I think that's about it. We're clocking in right at an hour, so not a ton of stuff going on. Also, we're I think condensing our overall coverage. We're not we're not rambling quite as much, which I don't know. Maybe <laughs> if but we're that's missing, what they're here for right. They're yeah. here to listen to us talk about what's up, learn some good, get some knowledge. Yeah, if we're missing things or if we're changing styles and you don't like it or you do like it, uh, let us know uh, via Twitter, battle at, or at battle underscore science on Twitter. Um, you can join our Discord and hop in our podcast discussion channel there. Um, you can hop in when we are live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash battle science. Uh, hop in the chat and let us know what you guys think. Um, let's see. Am I missing anything? Else? I was going to say one thing. Uh, we do also have regionals coming up. Yes. Proto Man and myself are both invited. It is being hosted by uh, Jay Mar from the Kirkland Pokemon Go group. Mm-hmm. I would like to live stream it if we can. I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, technically we can, but we're both supposed to be isolated to our own places. So right. uh, you could record it and we can go over it. I would say you could record it. We can go over it I later. I think recording it and we go over it would probably be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think we going over it is a, a, probably a, a smarter, more safe way to as, as okay. we're going through. So um, we will we'll try and put something together like that. I don't know if we'll be able to do it technically i'm sort of running through how we could put that together it might be something we have to wait till after the quarantine is over um just mm-hmm. so we're in the same room so i'm not watching so i don't have to like watch the stream or something i mean we could also do like the discord screen share screen share that's probably the best way to do it so we'll, we'll figure, figure out, something out yeah we'll figure something out um if i can get you the motive motivated... proto man <laughs> huh get both mine and proto man's video feed yeah yeah that that would work i mean figure you should be recording it anyway so yeah no that's that's one of the things that they've stated is record your matches um if i can find the motivation we've got a couple of other things that are kind of in the works very very slowly um if you're a part of our discord you've seen sort of my comments um or my my talks of some of the different stuff um that we're working on um, I don't want to say too much. We're working, uh, working on an additional platform. Um, nothing absolutely groundbreaking, nothing absolutely new. Um, but we're waiting on doing some of that stuff, um, until after I'm waiting on doing some of that stuff until after quarantine's over, when we get back to a little bit of normalcy. And then I am also sort of very slowly workshopping a second show, a very irregularly scheduled show um, under sort of battle science. But again, uh, slowly workshopping it and the motivation as I am in my house the entire day for five days a week is very draining. So that will, that will arrive when it, when it's here. So, um, other than that, tune in to our pod, the Battle Science Podcast, wherever podcasts are available. 
Um, or you can check us out live at twitch.tv slash battle science. Um, I think that's it. Uh, we'll probably thank you all for tuning in and thank you for listening. Yeah. We'll check you guys back in two weeks. Uh, in two weeks, we should have maze, uh, meta announced if they keep it to the 18th. So the may may meta will be announced and we can cover that a bit as well. So We'll catch you guys in two weeks for another episode of the Battle Science Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you guys out on the battlefield.